Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. Before we dive into the show today, I want to tell you about something that is coming up very soon. Now, 2020 is being called the Great Reset. And whilst economists use this term in one way, I believe most of us want to reset, well, how we live and especially how we work and run our businesses. We don't want to operate like we used to. We're tired of overworking. We're tired of overwhelm and burnout. And we're tired of imposter syndrome and comparisonitis. It's time for a personal and collective reset, agree? Now, believe me, this is not going to tell you to work harder or be productive in any of the ways we think when we hear that word productivity. It's called the productivity cure for a reason. To reset and heal our approach to getting things done in not only our businesses, but all of our lives. And to reset and heal the disconnect from the rhythms of nature and our bodies, especially as women. And to reset and heal our false beliefs about time that leave us feeling guilty and time poor. To reset and heal the effects on our nervous system from living in a stressed state. And to reset the effects of the corporate industrialized patriarchal systems that have shaped practically 100% of the time management and productivity teaching over the last 100 years. Oh, believe me, we will get things done, but in a different way. Ultimately, this version of the productivity cure is slightly different to what you may have experienced before, but it's to help us reset and heal the way we lead our time. So get your diaries out and reserve the weekend of the 14th to the 16th of August. We'll be running it in two time zones. So get out your diaries and reserve the weekend of the 14th to the 16th of August for the Productivity Cure Virtual Retreat. We'll be running it in two time zones. So that covers probably almost everyone on the planet. So if you go to the show notes on my website, you can find all the details and get on the wait list. I'm naturally pretty positive. I'm the one that when someone speaks ill of someone or a situation, I feel uncomfortable and I often feel I have to defend them. I don't always do that nicely, but it's my knee-jerk reaction. But I tend to look on the bright side. Yes, it's a personality thing, but it's also, let's be real here, a conditioning that negativity is wrong. There's a lot of focus in the self-help industry to be grateful and think positively and renew your thinking and change your mindset. And yeah, this is good advice to a point, but it raises two things that really don't get addressed or answered fully. Firstly, how do we change our mindset? How do we think positively? And even this is coming from a perspective that negativity is a bad thing. And secondly, what do we do when we feel bad? Does that mean we've failed? 
And what we tend to do is just push down those feels because we don't feel we are allowed to think or feel that way or we feel guilt and shame and we and then we feel bad for feeling that and then it becomes this cycle just goes round and round i know that definitely happens to me and then we use that bad feeling as a stick to beat ourselves up with i'm not good enough and we compare ourselves with others who seem to be doing better those if onlys and if we've been listening to teaching like the law of attraction, we panic thinking we'll rain bad things on ourselves if we think badly and we can't change our thinking. As I'm getting older, I'm working with great mentors in the area of embodied trauma and patriarchy stress disorder in particular. I've stopped trying to change my mindset, which is actually a big relief. And that means I'm changing my relationship to negativity. Now, if you've worked on yourself for years or decades and you still feel that you aren't leading your world like you know you could be, and you feel that no matter how many self-help books you've read or courses you've purchased or hours of talking, can't fix. And if you've done all you can to renew your thinking and master your mindset, now those are two phrases that get thrown around a lot, don't they? Renew your thinking master your mindset. They sound great. Sounding great and being able to actually do those things are two different things. Because we do all we can. Because we're still hitting glass ceilings of desires. It's something you need to hear. It's not your fault. We aren't taught to deal with the woes of life. And we set negativity up as the enemy or the mean girl. And here's an even deeper truth. Us entrepreneurial women, we are actually in one of the most highly stressful jobs possible. And 2020 has enough collective stress to make even the most positive person in the world weep. And what happens is our sympathetic nervous system goes into freeze, flight or fight. And we just shove it down and go into freeze, perhaps not feeling much at all, numbing it out, numbing it out with food or drink or TV, or similar to that, we go into a cave. In other words, the fridge or the bottle or Netflix, and we hide or run away. We're not consciously doing this, but this is our nervous system's reaction to get away from this negativity. Or we get antagonistic and touchy and find ourselves snapping at the kids. And that's that fight mode. And so then we have fights with people and then we turn it around and we think they're the problem. And all that self-help teaching we've been watching and listening to and reading to be positive is really only serving to make us feel guilty or shamed. And it reminds us that we aren't leading anything, let alone leading our day or our life. And yes, I agree, it feels good and the endorphins and the energetic waves of genuine positivity and sunny disposition and a parasympathetic nervous system in control, well, it's scientifically been proven to have a huge effect on our bodies. But unless we know how to regulate our nervous systems and unless we reset the communication with our bodies and stop just living in our heads and that's trying to change our mindsets, and no matter how hard we try and stay positive and renew our minds, we are banging our heads against a brick wall. So where am I going with this? I guess I'm seeing more and more 
that what we thought was the way to go isn't necessarily the way to go because it's not working anymore. So next time you start yet another habit of writing down, so next time you start yet another habit of writing down yeah, every day the things you're grateful, you know those, we get grateful journals and yeah, they're great. But how about you add a little twist to it? Why not write two lists? And I'm doing this at the moment too. Write down perhaps at the end of every day, three wows, things that you know, you're grateful for, things that went well, things that were surprises, things you appreciate, things you're grateful for. But also, I want you to write down three woes. Things that you would normally say, oh, they're feelings I don't like. They're feelings of resistance. They're feelings of negativity, the dark side. So write down three light things, three dark things. And here's what to do next. Drop into your body and feel them. The woes and the wows. And especially with the woes, allow them to be there. And I found out recently that if allowed to be felt, strong emotions only take 90 seconds to pass through our system. But because we don't allow them to be there and we live in resistance, they stay there and they get stuck. So allow them to be there and appreciate them. Yeah, appreciate them. That's something new. Can you turn those woes into three wows? Because you know what? They're doing a really good job of protecting you. Even if they're misguided, even if there's actually no danger there, For example, that fear of visibility is not the enemy. It's actually there to protect you so that you don't step out and make a fool of yourself. Because somewhere in your past, that happened and you were made to feel foolish. Or, as they've proven now, it gets handed down through the generations. It might have been your mother, it might have been your grandmother, it might have been your grandfather who had that experience. And now it's genetically handed down in the cellular structure in our cells, in our neurons, and it can affect us even if we never experience that. So the whole point of this little episode is just to not be afraid of the dark because those dark that because that darkness, the so-called negativity, the woes, are actually the key to even greater wows. See you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.